Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. On today's show, I'm joined by founder of the Satisfied Mamas, entrepreneur, writer, and media personality, Dana Myers, to talk about how to reclaim your sexuality and get into your body, no matter who you are. Topics include how to get your mojo before, during, and after kids, mom guilt, why do we feel it, and what can we do to get over it, hacks to keep sex top of mind, because hey, it's not always easy, and a few ways to find the sexy in every day. I promise you it's there if you look hard enough. All this and more. Thanks for listening. So I don't know, you have to listen to my show for a total of five minutes maybe before you hear something about the Womanizer. I mean, all their products are amazing, so I always share about them. But just when you think they might be at the end of their innovation rope, they're not. Because they shocked me again with the new Womanizer duo. Okay, I've long called the Womanizer the clit whisperer, and now... Those whispers are carrying over to the G-spot. What? The Womanizer Duo uses the same pleasure air technology to indirectly stimulate the clitoris, but with an internal vibe, curve for internal stimulation to get the best of both worlds. Okay, let that sink in for a minute. Pleasure air technology and internal stimulation in one And you can have one turned on, one off, or have both on, and select from the 12 intensity settings on either motor. Totally customizable. Plus, it still offers that same smart silent technology as the Womanizer Premium. You know, in case you have roommates, kids, visiting in-laws, randomly barging through your door that you could have sworn you locked. Hate when that happens. It's also totally waterproof, so you can use it in the bath or the shower. Simple. This thing is insane. To check out the Womanizer Duo for yourself, go to sexwithemily.com slash womanizer. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash W-O-M-A-N-I-Z-E-R today. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, check out sexwithemily.com. You'll love our website. If you haven't been there yet, check it out. Um, you can also easily subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. It really helps us when you subscribe and comment. And you can find me Monday through Friday on SiriusXM Stars Channel 109 from 5 to 7 Pacific, 8 to 10 East. You can get a free 30-day trial. How about that? At sexwithemily.com slash SXM. And as always, you can find me on all social media across the board. It's at sexwithemily everywhere. I really hope you enjoyed this interview as much as I did with Dana. Uh, Let me know. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the show. I am so excited to welcome back my guest, Dana B. Myers. She's an award-winning product developer. I met her when she was developing these amazing products. Entrepreneur, author, media personality. And now what she's doing is she's helping her clients reclaim the power of their sensuality and sexual satisfaction through her coaching practice and live workshops. And essentially her mission, which I love, is to empower women to feel confident, turned on, and completely satisfied, (laughs) especially, wait for it, wait for it, 
Not only that, especially after kids. How the hell do you do that? I know a lot of you email, call, and write. I've had kids or my wife has kids. What do we do? How do we get it back? How to enter her book, The Mommy Mojo Makeover. If you want to check, she was on a show last year, one of our podcasts. We loved it. We love that you're back. So thank you Thanks for joining for having us, Dana. Me. I love being here so much. Oh, it's so fun. It's so, so fun. Okay, so Mommy Mojo Makeover has been a success. And just if you guys don't have this yet, 28 tools to reclaim yourself and reignite your relationship. And you can find anything we're talking about at DanaBMyers.com, also That's right. in the show notes. Okay, so what has been going on since this launch? Like, tell me about your latest endeavors here. Let's start with the women. How do we help them after kids? There's so many things that happen after kids. I mean, I think, you know, some of the most common problems are like this loss of self or this loss of identity. Like, I was once a really sexy woman, and now I'm just in the mom zone. I've lost my libido. I'm saddled with all these domestic duties. I'm juggling work and, and family life and... And it's like I've lost, it's like women are looking outside of themselves for their libidos. And there's this shift that has to happen. It's like, no, your libido still exists. It's there. But women don't feel so empowered to take control of it. So, you know, the book, the the workshops I do, um, the new digital program that I'm launching, it's all just like little bite-sized tips and tools. Which is perfect for moms. It's so perfect. Like, it has to be short. Workshop. Yeah. And, it, 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 you know, I, I find that sometimes people talk about sex in these very lofty terms or very philosophical, you know, ways. And women get overwhelmed. They say, I can't accomplish that. It's too much. And and so I like to make it really simple for yeah, them. Yeah, okay, that's good. We, we I'm not a mom, but I appreciate that. We appreciate yeah, that. Listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyone can benefit from this. The truth is, anyone. It's all the same. You went through this, and you've had kids. Yes, two kids. Yes. How old are your kids? Of nine, you said, and almost six and almost, almost nine. nine. Okay, yeah. So yeah, you've had your handfuls. You went through the whole thing, and you looked around. And you're like, where the hell is my libido? And you yeah. were married for 16 years, or married for 14 okay. years. So I think that this is this is very relatable. So what yeah. happened? You and you're right. The thing that we hear from is I have no libido. No matter what age they are, too. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like that happens, and it's so sometimes it's like the first step. It is it is inside of you. But what about like hormones? And how about being kind to yourself and saying, well, it's going to take some time to get your body back after totally. things, to get your libido back. Totally. So I what, mean, you get so many different messages about that from doctors. Say yeah. six weeks. It could take yes three months. Six yes. months. So be, once your hormones get somewhat in check again and 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 look some women obviously have more severe hormonal issues but once your hormones kind of level out after breastfeeding and after birth it's I think it's more about lifestyle changes right I really do unless you unless you can follow like a very sharp food protocol that's going to boost your libido which I'm it's that's too confusing for me I I can't grasp it right all the food yeah it's too much but so for me it's all about lifestyle so if you're a mom or really if you're just a busy woman who is out of touch with your libido I think you have to address your exhaustion first because if you're exhausted you're probably not communicating with your partner. You're more irritable with them. You're not practicing enough self-care. So it's like, I always say, if you're exhausted, it's hard for your libido to thrive in that physical and mental space. Right. So you got to treat yourself like a baby. I always tell people, treat yourself like a baby. If you saw an exhausted baby who was crying and felt so irritated and was overtired, you'd be like, come here, little baby. Let me wrap you in a blankie and put you down for a nap. You know, and so it's like heal your exhaustion first. Take a nap, rest more, take stuff off your plate, do less. It's so hard though. What about it, mom guilt? And like, I feel bad. And what about my kid? And well, like, you have I, to give yourself the permission 
to not feel that way. It's like nobody else can do that. Mom guilt is so pervasive and it's so heavy and it comes at you. It comes at you from every angle in almost every situation. Yeah. So you, the only way to get out of that is to give yourself permission to do so. And even if it's daily permission. Minute by minute. Literally yeah. minute by minute permission. Like, oh, I can take a nap. I can take a nap. Don't feel. I can't do laundry. You could do laundry. You can do laundry after the nap. After the nap. Back to the nap. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. this is what I have to do now for myself. Yeah. And giving yourself. I call it permission to ditch. Permission to ditch out on, you know, three things that are on your to do list that are stressing you out because you can't be in your feminine sexuality and your sensuality if you're depleted doesn't make sense it's not, it's not possible I know people are listening to you for sex advice and we're gonna get no, there dude, but no 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 listen to... they know you guys know no we don't even have to this is <laughs> this is for everybody this I'm for still everybody. I'm learning that like cause self care is such a buzzword right now and it's not just like getting a massage or no whatever. it's like it's saying no so it's doing less saying no it's napping it's masturbating masturbating before you nap you know, yes. put those two together and it's like kill two birds with one stone. But even if you are the busy mom, I mean, the busy entrepreneur, yeah. like me, the busy, whatever, it's like, it still is this like, you know, you're always, you're always doing and not being, you know, you're always going, right. going, going. And how do you, how do you just accept that it's okay to take time for yourself, that you're a better human, a better mom, a better everything? I mean, I think you can just base, literally stop, look in the mirror and say, I'm giving my pers- myself permission to rest. I'm giving myself permission to skip that. I'm giving myself permission to say no to that extra meeting or to that extra dinner. I'm giving myself the permission to say no to that school committee that, you know, that's at your that's happening at your kid's school. It's like nobody can do it for you. Yeah. And that's the thing. And no is a full sentence. No is a full sentence. Like, yeah. I love feeling that word in my mouth. No. No. Yeah. Just, no, I'm sorry, it's not going to work. No. But when we're pleasers or we feel guilt. And that's just natural to women, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It really so is. So natural to us. Yeah. Is to please and to give and then struggle to receive. It's so hard. And it's... Women are... I was going to say fucked. We're like, fucked. <laughs> so and it's, hard. it's even harder to receive when you're, again, when you're exhausted. Do I deserve it? I'm like, okay, so get yeah. your sleep under under control. Get a little like, bit of naps. sleep. Do a little bit less. Like the Europeans. Like, nuts nap Exactly. More. Exactly. And just power nap. I only nap for 22 minutes. So I set my alarm for 27 minutes. It takes me five to kind of walk myself down in my mind Good. to sleep. And I wake up refreshed and then I'm ready to, like, tackle it again. And I feel sexier again. I feel... You know, like I've replenished my reserves. That's a really good thing. Just take the why. Why don't we take naps? You're right. More naps. It's like naps are criminal in this country, they but are. I take them like at it's least four times a week. It's only in this country. It's only in America. It's true. Work, work, work. We don't get any vacation. And I we know. Go to nap. It's fucked. I know. That's why I gotta travel. More. <laughs> okay, so or bring back the nap. Bring back the nap. Hashtag bring back the nap. That would be my campaign if I was running for president. We need to nap more. Emily for president. I'd vote for you. I know. I believe that. I would. Yeah. Especially if that was your slogan. (laughs) Well, really? (laughs) And I'm not lazy. I swear. I'm a human. We all need to nap. We need to self-care. And we need to reach out to friends too. Like, was that a big part of it? Mm. Finding the right friends. Community. The community. Totally. And then within that community... Nurturing the conversation about sex and sensuality and pleasure, right? Yeah, it's let's like, talk about because you're probably that friend in the group. I'm definitely tell, that friend. Yeah, you're God. that friend. You're the yes, friend. I'm that friend. You're that friend. But I always tell women, if you don't have that friend, be that friend. That's right. Right. That's such great advice. Yeah, and talk totally. about what's going on because yes. then we're always assuming that all of our friends are having better sex than right, than right. We are. And so what happens is when you open it up, you know, you share problems and then you share solutions as well. And you can also discover new turn-ons just by talking about the question, "What turns you on?" 
Yeah. Something that your friend turns your friend on, you may be like, I never thought about that. That's an interesting Give me an example. I mean, okay. <laughs> no, I love hearing this. <laughs> Does that be yours? Could be a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so my friend, um, you know, has a has a, a sexual fantasy about hot steak. Okay, uh-huh. <laughs> it's actually my fantasy, guys. Okay, fine, fine. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I have this fantasy about hot steak being put on my body as foreplay. Now, I've had this fantasy for a long time. We've never done it. Charlie and I text each other pictures of hot steak all the time. <laughs> I don't know why this has never happened. Charlie, if like you're listening, steak, this is happening. Like, like wearing lingerie or just sizzling on the grill? So my husband <laughs> is amazing on the grill, right? So oh, I get hot. turned on by his food. I am turned on when he cooks for me. I'm almost turned on. I'm hot and horny right now thinking about him at the barbecue and like he creates these amazing meats and they're like golden and crispy and hot and they steam and it really turns me on. I'm turned on and hungry. So the next layer to that fantasy, because I'm always fantasizing, that's a huge key to having a high libido for me is I'm constantly creating sensual inputs in my mind, right? So I think about the yummy food and then I get excited and then I'm like, well, why not like put a piece of that sizzling steak on my body and eat it off of me? You've told him that or you think that? Oh, no. He knows the full fantasy, every detail. The fact that we have not, you know, accomplished this, brought this fantasy to life, I think is just because like when we're barbecuing, we always have like friends over or the kids around. Right. But but let's talk about fantasy for a minute because I feel like... It is something that that women, a lot of women are like, oh, they feel guilt about it or they they don't even know where to conjure up things. So I love the idea of women sharing it. Women sharing it. And and that's that's the truth. You know, we were not taught in school or by our parents, hey, fantasy is healthy, right? We were not taught that. So we, we didn't grow up with using fantasy as a healthy habit to increase our our sexual energy. And so Talking about it with your friends, being the leader, opening up that conversation, not only, like, I don't know if any of my friends thought, oh yeah, steak turns me on too, but there might be one other weirdo out there in my group that, that actually thought, oh yeah, or that triggered, maybe that idea triggered something in them. Oh, I want to lick whipped cream off a strawberry. Exactly. Like, it's just sharing. I like the way he makes my martini. That's right. You know what I mean? Like Sharing so. is caring when it comes to sex talk. Yes. And you're always going to learn something from your friends when you when you open that conversation. Right. Have you always been a big fantasizer? Or is this something you had to... Um, yeah, I have always been a big fantasizer, although it really I really started harnessing it as a one of my core tools after having kids. Because I'd be at the grocery store and I'd be like, Oh, I'm so tired. This sucks. I've got to get carrots that I've got to puree and steam and then freeze into little cubes and un- it's like it's not sexy. No. There's so many aspects of motherhood that aren't sexy. And one day I was in Brooklyn looking at the carrots at the fresh market and I was like, those carrots are really, really sexy. And then the mister came on and they were like getting all wet. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. And suddenly I had transformed this mundane moment where I was sort of previously in a state of irritation. And then suddenly I was in a sexual fantasy. Not about using the I carrot it, it was as a sex senses. toy. But it was the senses and it was about these, they were different shapes and sizes and they were hard and fresh and glistening and then I saw a cute stock boy in aisle five and I was like oh maybe I can have a fantasy about him and then and then later on when I got the carrots home (laughs) instead of like being annoyed that I had to puree them I was like still in that fantasy and my kids didn't know why I was smiling but I knew and so it's again it's just this practice where can I find the sensuality because it's there it's there it's everywhere 
Right. Yeah. No, I, I, lo- I love that. I it's love that easy... you're getting back into your body again when yes. you're saying the libido's inside of So one of the first steps would be getting your mind on board with it too. Yes. Like, like just, well, going from the, the idea that sex and sexuality has become a chore to it being a choice, right? So you go from chore to choice. It's a simple word choice. Uh, sex is a chore. My husband wants it. I don't want it. To going, no, this is a choice. I'm choosing to make this a priority again. I'm choosing to put some intention in this with the partner that I love. Like, oh, it's an obligation, right? Yeah, like have to, to have sex. I don't want to have sex. An obligation's a boner killer. Yeah. Like, if your partner thinks that sex is an obligation, it's not going to get them turned on. Exactly. They're going to feel like, oh, I don't want to force you. You know, that's that's not a turn on for me. Well, so it goes from obligation to opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Or I get to have sex rather than yeah, um, that I have, I have to. to have sex. It's yeah. like another th- item on the to-do list. And what about being in your body? What about that? So we've got the images, mm. we've got the fantasy. And what about if you're just not feeling great about your body anymore? It's yeah. changed. And it does change. So I think that it just, it does change a lot. And there were moments where, especially after my daughter... After my first kid, I actually did, you know, bounce back. And this bounce back culture is really intense. And there's a lot of pressure on moms. And for me, with the first child, breastfeeding actually did sort out my body. It just, the weight came off. With the second child, it did not come off. I lost so much hair. I, I, my, really? Because yeah. your hair is amazing. You guys well, it check came back. Thank, <laughs> Thank God, God it came back. Um, I was much bigger. My breasts were lopsided. I felt like a mess. Um, and for me, and it's different for everyone, the practice, I think, of getting back into your body and getting back into your body confidence, for me, it's a combination of dancing in the mirror, just turning on some music and just moving in a way that feels natural to me, um, masturbating for sure, self-pleasuring and making it into a ritual where I'm massaging my body or I'm dancing or I'm, you know, I'm experimenting with different toys and just being curious right. what feels pleasurable to my body so that takes away the um, criticism of oh my body should look like this into a curious place of how might my body feel if I do this exactly so you're going from the pain of criticism to the pleasure of you know beautiful touch exactly and it's going to take a second but I often talk about this I suggest like look in front of the mirror there's a lot of women who don't love their bodies or their vulvas and I'm like just get in like it's masturbation month you know I was like oh yeah get, look in the mirror take a look and I and I love to hear that the, your story about this because yeah dance in front of the mirror like, mm. oh that's silly I could never do it I'm sure the first time you did it you weren't like Look at me, but talk about what that that yeah. actual. If you could talk about that transformation, or at least for you. So the first like. time I, I kind of got wind of this 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 tool is when I was I was young. I was living in New York, and um, I was it was like right after nine eleven, and things were really bad. And I was I had a master's degree, but I was cocktail waitressing. I was just a mess, you know. My boyfriend had broken up with me. Thanks, John Carlin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> best thing that ever Thank happened. You. No, it is the best thing that ever happened. Um, and I was in the mirror and I was, I, I heard myself talking shit about my thighs. Mm-hmm. I heard myself, it, my inner voice, and I was like, you're so fat, why can't you be smaller? You know, I was imagining like, using like a liposuction, I was like delirious with this negative self-talk. And I had this moment of awareness where I was like, this is not who you are. So I took myself into the bathroom and I looked at myself in my eyes and I put my arms around myself and I just started hugging myself connecting with my eyes in the mirror and saying I love you I love you I love you you're beautiful and it was that moment where I realized that's my power 
I can take myself out of the criticism and put myself into a state of love mm-hmm. and appreciation. That's such a beautiful exercise. And it works. Anytime. It lifts. Driving the car if you're hating yourself. Anytime. I love you. I love you. Yeah. Anytime. So you can do it on a specific body part. You can change that script. You can do it, you know, for yourself at large and just say, I love you. I love you. I love you. And for me, it's like, it's an easy way. And now some women are like, but that feels false because I don't. Okay. I don't love my butt. I don't love my wrinkly belly anymore. And that's kind of a case of like, all right, well, let's fake it till you make it. it, it yeah. Start saying it anyway, and soon you're going to start to believe it. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's like practice. I have, I have, it, I have it written down. Like, I think for me, like, I have a journal I carry around with like yes. affirmations and things mm. to remember every yes. day. And oh, I, I would like, want to read your it. journal. Yeah, publish that. <laughs> I know, dude. I have so many journals. I just found like my journals from the last 20 years. They're Amazing. my house. Amazing. <sighs> yes and no. But um, <laughs> no, but it's true. Like sometimes it's like, okay, if I'm feeling like I have to read the words because otherwise yeah. we, just, we we make up our own scripts and they're not always helpful. Totally. There's just so negative. You must hear this all the time, but that's yeah. your, it's a practice. Yeah, it's a you practice. You have to remember. Like go back to driving in the car, hands on the steering wheel, whatever, wherever you're, if you're driving, I always picture driving because yeah. to me too, I'm driving and I'm like having uh-huh. negative thoughts. I'm like, these are my affirmations. This is what's going on in present moment. Yeah. What I'm feeling and smelling and tasting. Yeah. So then you were like, I love myself, look in the mirror, which I've had those moments too and I yeah. cry. Like I, 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 yeah. It was even recently. I don't think this work's ever done, by the way. In, it's maybe, never done. No, no. never done. It's never done. I don't done. remember. It was a big never moment. Done. I think it was like last summer. And I was just feeling something. I came home and I was sad. I just looked in the mirror and I was like, I, I was like crying. I don't yeah. know if I say I love you, but just like I looked, yep. I looked at myself in my eyes in a yeah. way that I hadn't before. I was like, you're That's fine. Right. You're yeah. okay. You know, there's yeah. just, it's great power looking. We just, it's we great just hate power. ourselves, but we never really look. And then when you look, yeah. you're getting all this new information and then yeah. moving. And yeah. moving to that is just a beautiful practice. Totally. And after the birth of my daughter, when I really felt like, I actually remember thinking, oh, she's stolen my beauty. Mm. You know, this little freckly redheaded baby. She was like five months old. I was like, you stole my beauty. <laughs> it was a horrible feeling. How <laughs> real. I'm sure. Yeah. And then, you know, I stood in the mirror and I was like, no, 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 I'm not going to go down. I'm like, my beauty's not stolen. You know, I was able to lift myself out of that. And I dressed myself up and I put on my makeup and I did my hair and I did the same thing. I stood in the mirror and I complimented myself and then I turned on music and I danced in the mirror. And it's like that movement helps you stir up that self-love. It's like movement is joyful. Dancing is joyful. It's hard to be in a bad state when you're moving yeah so if you're too much in your head yeah get more into your body and move it movement and if you're uncomfortable looking at yourself while you're dancing then do it not in the mirror right do it in a way that feels good to you but do it figure it out yeah exercise move walk around the block dance something yeah i think that if you're just stagnant you're sitting around all day i know and it can be hard to get yourself out of the house or to move but that just for me always i just like changing the state always change the state change the state change move it or lose it yeah exactly yeah it's funny, you know, in this new um, program that I did, I also do a, a dance video and a yoga video and a stretch video. And in the dance video, the way I choreographed it, I worked with this amazing dancer who's also a mom oh, in Miami. Did. I love it. So fun. Because I was like, this is my moment where I'm really showing everything that I do. I'm just, I'm putting it all out there. This I'm showing yeah. everything that I've it's done that has worked for me. Um it's not theory, it's real practical stuff. And and the dance moves that we designed are based on the things that you have to do every day as a mother or as a woman. So like I created a dance move out of like 
what it means to pick up Legos. Like I made picking up Legos sexy. <laughs> oh, dude, I love this. Our slime, scrapping. Yeah, <laughs> and there's a dance move called the slow cooker. It's like because you know you put stuff in the slow cooker. You got to stir it. Oh, you got to stir it up, and you got to dip your bread. You got to dip the bread and taste it. So it's like when you're in the house, Mac and cheese. Yeah, honey, when I you're in the house, this. just doing so the things smart. you have to do. Yeah, add some fun to Never it. Add Lego some sensuality to it, and just dance through it. You know, dance through dance it. Dance through it, move it. This is so good. And look, they can, everyone, just so you know, Dana made a special course. It's going to come out in June. Yeah. 2019, yeah. whenever you're listening to this. It's exciting. It's called um, The Satisfied Mama. Satisfied Mama. Yeah. I just want to give it to all my friends. Oh, who are it's, not so it's, I'm so proud of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm really so proud, proud of you of it. too. It's Thank very you. unique, very creative. So Thank here's you. a Lego dance. Here's the, okay. There's a Lego dance. There's a uh, slow cooker <laughs> dance. Slow cooker. There's um, throwing your husband's socks. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're like what? I am dead. I want to see these. I'll send them to okay, you. Please, of course please, I will. Please. Of course. So that I is will. just funny because I think you just watch it. You're like, it's not another exercise program. It's not no. another you showed. It's like, oh, I'm already here. Yeah. I am picking up Legos. I do have to cook. Exactly. I do have to exactly. breastfeed or yep. whatever. Yep. And the other, the other one that I love, and this is I think really important for anyone, if you're a mom or not, um, I call it the transition stretch. And I think what happens to a lot of women, and especially moms, is that the day finally ends. The kids are. Finally finally in bed and you're at the sink and you're doing the last load of dishes and you just want to collapse and then there's your partner creeping up oh yeah right? okay the creep up right there's the creep up and like the like the half initiation and then you dick in the back maybe. yeah dick in the back or ha- even just hand on the shoulder but you know yeah, what's coming on the shoulder yeah and your body recoils and you put up your hand and you're like no I'm not there yet right so that's why I think that planning sex is so a moment. helpful so you can manage your energy. But this transition stretch, I kind of designed it so that you can have your partner go and put the kids to bed and you go in your bedroom and do this stretch. It's like 15 minute video and it, it helps you release the stress of your day and start to stir up your sensual energy. Okay, so tell me, is it like a pelvic floor thing? Are you there's a lot, the yeah, there's okay, a lot of like pelvic circles tightness. and twi- and uh, tilts and big hip circles. Um, there's some, you know, touching of your body, some like connecting with your breath, connecting with your chest. Um, and it's really simple. It's not hard to follow, but what it does is it really transitions you out of that like harried, been going all day state into a place where you can actually be receptive yeah. to pleasure. Well, that just makes so much sense because that creep, we can, I think we can all sense it with kids or not when we're not in the mood. We, and it's this understanding that like, you need to understand that women and men get aroused differently. Totally. So he sees you, you're sexy, you're doing dishes, whatever you're doing, come from behind, I'm ready. Yeah. Like kids are already, and you're like, no. I'm like, not I, ready. And then I'm what happens, even... where I love that you even dance for it because this is just a great <laughs> solution because what happens in the negative side of it is that sometimes you reject your partner, then they feel bad, they don't come, and there's a cycle of rejection. Yep. A cycle of, of, and it becomes a pattern totally and then he's not initiating anymore because she and then he feels rejection and, and then, then you're like why why did you why? stop initiating and then you think I'm not hot and, and he's like because you rejected me like, the last 20 times last literally 20 times because yeah. we don't realize it because as women you think well I'll get around to it I'll get around to it then months go by years yeah. go by yeah. and it becomes a really ugly cycle so I just love that they can like cut out babe you put the yeah. kids to bed I'm going to go move my it's hips it's taking ownership of your libido again it's, again, it's, it's like, not going to drop in and you there's not a magic yeah. pill we got to do the work yeah. and it's inside of us in our pelvic totally. floor and we're so tight and our I, hips know. Are, I know it's doing a lot more just for me hip exercises and doing stretching and doing um, rolling on the balls yes. and like, doing like my friend Lauren book I was just showing yes. you the power source which is great it just came out up. It's, you'll love it it's like Sheila Kelly do you ever do that S yes, factor and dancing yes. do we Back talk about day, this yes. I'm telling you there's all these great ways that women and no matter what age where you're at in your life 
If you're not feeling turned on anymore, it is your responsibility to get there. It's not your partner. I mean, right. it's great when couple. I always think couples are a team. You are a team. Yeah. And you both should be working on your sex life. But for women to learn tools to stir it up. You have to up, take ownership of yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Really. And you know, I think, I think it can feel, even us saying that, I think there will be some women listening who are like, well, even that feels like a pressure. But you have to remember the what the benefits that are. That you have to bring it yourself. you have to bring it yourself. Because it's like, oh, one more thing I have to do. But but on the flip side She's of that. She's asking to pick up the Legos and dance. Like that's not so flip, hard. You have to right. Do on the flip side of that is the energy that it brings, how it fires up your magnetism. Let's talk about the energy. Can you explain that in your oh body? Oh my God. Well, every day I feel... When I'm connecting with my sensual energy, you walked in. I mean, she's a sexy mama. As she is. So. I feel I am, you know, on my days where I'm practicing the tools and I'm I'm practicing the, the habits. I feel like a ball of energy, like sensual energy and power. I feel like I can attract whatever I want. I can feel connected to the energy in my pussy. Like I feel it. I feel the excitement. I feel the turn on. And I got to say, going around with that fire lit up in my body feels so much better. So much better. The it's pilot, like rocket like, fuel. It is. It's rocket fuel. It that, is the source of, of life, true, yes. if you think about it. It is. But then after childbirth, a lot of women are in life, not even, you yeah. get shut down, we're disconnected. So yeah. it's really that you will feel it again. Yeah. Yeah. You will feel it yeah, again. Exactly. Like doing your kegels or whatever. Dancing oh, yeah. Around. Totally. Totally. I love it. So that's a great ritual. Thank you. All right, guys. We're going to take a quick break and we come back even more Dana Myers. All right, guys. Here's a listener email I recently received. Hi, Emily. I'm a 38-year-old single mom who wants to get back on the dating scene, but I'm terrified. I've been dealing with bladder leakage and actually starting wearing pads every day just to feel safe. Between the leaking and the pads, I'm totally insecure about spontaneous intimacy with a new partner. How can I move past this? Oh, we hear this a lot, Jane, mm-hmm. right? A lot. I mean, you have to know this, Jane. This is true. And I didn't even know this till I got into this business. But first of all, she's not alone. It's an estimated that 40 million women use pads every day for bladder leaks. Mm. Women, adult women, young and old, with or without kids. And there's nothing to be ashamed of at all. But there are solutions. And it's not just pads. We love the Apex. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the deal. The Apex by Pormois is an affordable device that uses gentle electrostimulation to create an extremely effective Kegel workout automatically. Like it does your Kegels for you. You've done it, Jamie. You just like just lay, back, lay back. You lay back, you use it. And it, honestly, in a few weeks, doing it a few days a week, you will have a stronger pelvic floor and prevents the old sneeze and pee, if you know what I'm talking about. It also, side effect, bonus increases the strength and frequency of your orgasms yeah you'll notice definitely for sure (laughs) like i'm telling you you guys always know if you call in you're like how do i have stronger orgasms do your kegel exercises keep your pelvic force strong which will obviously make her want to get intimate again if you get the apex similar to the intensity which i have spoken about for years the apex delivers the same results but it's just not a vibrator it's not the rabbit vibrator so it makes it the perfect option for women who are sensitive to stimulation. Mm, mm. Awesome. How about that? So to start using an Apex and stop relying on pads, visit pourmoi.com slash Emily. That's P-O-U-R-M-O-I dot com slash Emily. CBD is literally everywhere nowadays. I mean, for pain, for sex, for anxiety. And I've been talking about it since the first few products started coming out because I truly believe in all of it. The thing is, though, 
Just because it's everywhere does not mean it's all the same, which is why it's so important to know where it comes from and what you're getting. Okay, Emily, you're thinking, but where do I start? Well, I'll tell you, Veritas Farms. I'm so excited because I've been obsessed with their CBD gummies. I've been popping them in the office. Veritas Farms is a leading producer of full-spectrum CBD products you can trust. I mean it. I mean, they literally run their own farms in Colorado and control the entire manufacturing process themselves, which is more than a lot of companies in any field can say. Veritas Farms makes CBD tinctures, capsules, moisturizers, lip balms, and a topical salve that you can actually find in national chains like CVS. I use it all the time for my back pain. I use it for all my pain. I use it for sleep. You guys, you're going to love it if you haven't tried it yet. Their products use organic ingredients and they aren't throwing any like too good to be true promises in your face. Just the facts about what you're actually buying. So to check out all of Veritas Farms full spectrum CBD products, go to sexwithemily.com slash Veritas. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash V-E-R-I-T-A-S today. I am so excited to let you know you can now hear Sex with Emily live five days a week on Sirius XM Radio. You'll find me in Stars Channel 109, Monday through Friday at 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern. But don't worry, the podcast is staying right here. My brand new radio show will have everything you love about Sex with Emily and more. Because every day I'll be interviewing guests, sharing the latest news, and my favorite part, taking your calls live on the air two hours every weekday. If you're a SiriusXM subscriber, you already know how great it is. If you never tried it, get a free trial for 30 days. Just go to sexwithemily.com slash SXM. That's sexwithemily.com slash SXM today to try SiriusXM for yourself. See you there. Freedom is another big thing. Yeah, talk to me. Freedom is a really big thing. I realized... I, I didn't know how powerful the connection was between freedom and my libido until I had kids and lost a lot of my freedom. Because when you have kids, for a minute, your world becomes a lot smaller, like especially if you're breastfeeding because you have to be there or you have to pump and then yeah. try to get them on the bottle and all those things. Um, but what I missed the most when I first had children was the freedom of walking around the city or my neighborhood sort of during the dusk hours when commuters were coming home or people were going out and that exchange of energy and seeing the sights and the sounds and the art on the street. And I was like, all of that turned me on. So suddenly I had a kid and I was at home from 4.30 till 7.30 doing all that bullshit that you have to do with a baby, which look, it's bullshit. I call it bullshit. It's also amazing. But when you're doing it every night, you realize you've lost your freedom. And you might not even know what that, yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize how connected the two were. So what I started doing was once or twice a week, I, I did do the pumping and I, I made sure that the baby would take a bottle. That was a process, but it happened. And I would pass off that responsibility to someone else, either my husband or a nanny or my mom. And I would go out. And I, it was literally like, I am going out to reclaim my freedom right. during the most difficult and exhausting hours of parenting. And so I would go out on my own. I called it the mommy pop out. I'm popping out, bitches. I love it. I'm out. Sure, dude. Right. I'm popping out. Pop out. Walk around. Have a coffee. Have a drink at the bar. Flirt with the bartender. Go see a author reading or a book signing or a museum opening or a movie or a yoga class. Something that fueled my sensual imagination, right? I didn't go to Target to buy toilet paper. 
Because sometimes moms, that is exciting to go it to Target on your own. No, it they're is all exciting. The same. They're, yeah, it's depressing sometimes, Target, but I get it. But the pop out is about. I love the mommy pop out. The mommy pop out's so good. It's so good. And then, then I would come home and I'd be like, hey, honey, I'm turned on because I had my freedom. I didn't exhaust myself. And also, you know, when he would step up and, and do that, which he he knew what the results were. So he was happy to. Right, exactly. He knew it's that when I came home, feedback loop. I felt turned on. And so most likely that was a night where I would be energized and inspired to have sex. So, so I can freedom hear, is huge for your libido. Because you huge. do lose it. And I feel like I've had so many friends because most of my friends do have kids. Yeah. And I, I feel like I've had so many conversations with them and I just like, you have to do it. Can you get a sitter? Like all of them, they've got, you know, the kids are older now, it's but they've all planning. gone through stages where I'm yeah. like, like, no, I can't find the sitter or they just have this guilt. Like I feel bad leaving them mm. or, um, you know, my, my husband won't understand or he, 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 he won't be able to have him like, what do I hear? My he friends? won't be he able won't to have it help. perfect. He won't be perfect. He won't be able to help her with her homework or he right. won't be able to help him. He doesn't right. get how to make the lunches. Yeah. And it's like, what about mom, this perfection, like okay. letting go. Yeah. It's almost so this like is what I call an assistant when you're like, I, yeah. I can do it myself. How do you do that transition to like trusting? You have to, this is what I call them. learning to love daddy style. Ooh, okay. I okay. call it learning to love daddy style. It's a whole new jargon here. With and, I, <laughs> and, um, I remember in the early days, first child, Charlie would be like, you go take a bath, I'll put Rocky down. And I would be in the bath, but I was a new mom, and I was like, it has to be perfect. He has to get all 11.5 steps of bedtime perfectly correct, or otherwise Rocky won't sleep through the night. I was like a nervous wreck, so I would get myself out of the bath, and I would go stand outside the door. just watch. I would go stand outside the door, and if he was a minute late... In getting Rocky down, I would bust in and cause a ruckus. I was that psycho. And that's when, after a couple weeks of that, Charlie was like, listen, (laughs) listen to me. This is daddy style. That's what he said. This is daddy style. And you have to let me parent how I parent. He said, you're missing the point here. I'm trying to give you an opportunity to relax, to unwind, to just have free time. And you're hovering. Like, let me do me. Let me do this. And so I think it's a process of like, saying, what's the exchange here? What's the value that I'm getting? I'm getting free time. I'm getting alone time. I can pop out of the house. I can have a long FaceTime with my mom or whoever. I can go shopping. I can go to the gym. It may not be done perfect. The pajamas may be on backwards. The bathroom floor might be flooded, but you're still out. You're not doing it. So cut him some slack. Appreciate him. Appreciate his style and appreciate the free time that you got. There's, that's the that's only a really way to do big it. Moment, because I just hear all my friends protesting. Like I had to get our, one of my friends a nanny once. I'm like, I will find the nanny. There's a nanny board oh, in San Francisco. Yeah. I, here's where you should post it because they just there's this resistance or this I know, guilt or like their moms never got help. Or you just hear so many excuses from yeah. moms like I. Um, yeah, it's true. Yeah, like the kids aren't going to be okay, and I can imagine the just kids so will be okay. Yeah, they're the fine. The kids are going to be okay. Yeah, right. We're You're such gonna, hoverers all, and also right this, now. You're going to mess up your kids. That's why we're here on oh the my planet. God, yes. Like you're literally. I used to joke with my brother. I'm like, yeah, we'll just. Like he's joke, like I'm not saving up for their college fund. I'm saving up for their therapy fund because oh, yeah. I'm like, yes, That's you should hysterical. do that, and it's true. Well, because, and I believe <laughs> that we're all here, and that's when they were like one years old, because we are all here. To work on our childhood. Like that's, that's right. where I'll undo it or redo it and learn yeah. what happened and grow from it. Like yeah. I honestly believe that working through our past is gonna, what propels us into our future. So you do mm. the best you can. Mm. You're Love a loving that. mom and you're you're doing the work yeah. and you've got a good husband. It's like nothing's yeah. ever going to be perfect. And I have to remember that too with work. Yes, like, 100%. Like, yep. 
you know? Yeah. So that's a big one. Yeah. I love that. I hope that this is just really going to resonate. I yeah, want- I hope so. I mean, look, I always think that guilt is a wasted emotion. Yes. Anger can be yes. a very productive emotion. It can move you to take action, to express yourself, to heal wounds, whatever. But guilt, it doesn't, it's a waste. It's a waste. It yeah. really is. I mean, my mom used to say that. Exa- I've never heard anyone else say that. She's yeah. like, I'm like, guilt is a wasted emotion. It's a really, it's a wasted emotion. Yeah, and then I'm like, well, but mom, you should feel guilty because you <laughs> suck. No, just but you know, <laughs> but it's true though. It's not even emotion. Right. No, it's more yeah. like it's gl- loosely tied to anxiety, which also Ugh. isn't emotion. Ugh, I hate I anxiety. I know, right? I hate it. So it's like this practice. Now, what about masturbation? Mm. For a lot of women, moms or no moms they, they didn't never even masturbate they're like well yeah. I've got a husband I've got a partner or mm. I've got a toy mm. alright but I don't ever use it or it's been a while or yeah. things don't feel the same I don't feel sexy do you yeah. like good gateways for moms or good toys that you like or uh like different like quickies for moms. I mean, your I think the thing is or it works for you. Yeah, I mean, look, I, when I sit down on Sunday night to look at my week, I always sketch in a solo session. Right, I map out where I'm gonna masturbate. Put in the calendar. I do. I put it in the calendar, just like I put everything else in the calendar. My work tasks, my fitness. You know where I'm gonna get my fitness. What I'm gonna cook and meal plan. So I schedule it in, and I think that for most moms, it's like organization really helps your family life run smoothly. So why not also organize where you're going to get your pleasure? Um, especially... Prior- that's another way for self-care. Yes. Prioritizing yes. your pleasure. Yeah. And I think that making it not... Okay. This is the thing. Don't wait for the desire to strike. Right. Yeah. If you're not in the habit of regular self-pleasure and you're like, well, why am I, how, why am I going to do this or when or how? Don't wait for this sudden urge of strike. like lust for yourself to strike. Make a date with yourself. Lay down. Grab a toy. Put it on your body. Be curious about how it feels. And within, what, five minutes, ten minutes, you're going to have an amazing orgasm. Yeah. You'll be surprised. And you'll never regret it. Never. It resets. It resets you. It feels good. You're like, your eyes, your, you get color in your skin. I had the best orgasm last night with myself. I have to say, <laughs> I, I think me. I had the best sexual experience ever with myself last, last night, night. What happened? Oh, God. <laughs> she's away from her husband now. She's visiting LA. She's, she was coming on sex with Emily. You know, I just, I went out dancing with friends last night. I was really in my body. I had so much fun. I felt so much love. And I came home and I bought this new um, crystal wand from Shock Rubs, which is oh, amazing. Oh, Shock Rubs, yeah. Do you not own a Shock Rubs No. Yet? Oh my it's god! A dildo. It's a dildo. Um, it was a clear quartz dildo. No. So beautiful. I call, I named mine the Rainbow Rocket because I feel like it's like a manifestation tool. Like I literally, there's like a prism inside the quartz, yeah. which looks like a rainbow. And I was like, this is the rocket to my dreams. <laughs> this is my vehicle. Um, and then I have this new wand from a brand called. Lestelle. Okay, it's a it. little bit like the Lilo Smart Wand, okay. which whoever's listening, it's the best Lilo okay. Smart Wand and oh, Medium. Okay. So good. All right. Um, and uh, and I used both of them, and I was just you know I'm in a hotel, so it's like new surfaces to Love be on. Hotel sex. Turned on um this OJ's song. Hold on, I want to tell you. Play it. Play okay, it. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sexy, I'm gonna it's so sexy good. playlist. Oh my god, this is the best. Hold on, this is so good. <laughs> I heard it in my Uber, and I started to get aroused on my way home from the bar. <laughs> Okay, okay, hold on a second. Do it, do it, How do can it. I play this in here? Just play, Just it, play it to the mic? Yeah, okay, hold yeah. on a second, hold on. It's called Let Me Make Love to You. Mm. Mm. <laughs> it's gonna get to the good part yeah. soon. Hold on. Closer. Hold on. 
Come on. Come on. Let me make love to you, baby. I love it. And then there's this, um, and he says, I won't stop until you ask me to. Oh my God, Come it's so on. hot. And you know you what? Find I, it in the, in the Uber. You know what? Got it was the, the inspiration was it's in the hot. Uber. I and I was that. like, what song is this? I was literally aroused in the Uber. This guy's like, oh my God. I was like, is this safe for me? I didn't tell him I was aroused. Right. Thank you. And I, I didn't tell him. I was like, Dana, keep it together. Um, uh-huh. I said, what song is this? So good. And so I got it in my Spotify. I immediately went upstairs, put the record on, got my toys out. Danced around the room listening right. to the OJs. I love it. It's called and the OJs. I, the OJs. And I just, you know what? It was just this combination of being, you know, I had had a gin and tonic and I was just super like in a, having a love fest with my friends and dancing. And then this music, all these sensual inputs, right? It's all sensual. And then the, the hotel room, right? Being in a new space. And then I just... Oh, I just had all these wonderful fantasies. I'm going to keep some of the details for myself. Yeah, that's okay. You've shared a lot. But afterwards, I was literally like, I think that was the best sexual experience I may have ever had in my whole life. Wow. With myself. Oh my God. That is possible. It's possible. We don't tell Charlie that, but. No, you know what? It's like, you you know what? That's okay. Because I thought about that. Maybe your best alone experience. No, best no, I actually life. that you know it's interesting that you brought that up because I I had that thought like oh well like is that a bummer for Charlie like if I acknowledge that that was actually the best sexual experience I've ever had in my whole life but you know what the longest relationship sexual or not that I'm ever gonna have in my whole life is with myself that's true that's it it's that the is one true, it, that's girl. it that's it it's the longest one I've ever had I've had it with myself my whole life like I can own. I can own that as a sovereign being. Yes, exactly. And it wasn't like it was with the Uber driver. It was with yourself. It was not and with the Uber driver. And you were loving yourself. Driver. And it sounds like in your relationship, he'd be very happy for you. And I think, you know, I think he would. I think he'd probably be like, well, show me. And I would. I would re... I would so re- shock- I've heard about these shock rubs. Someone tell me about it. But like using a dildo and a clitoral vibe is what we're talking yes, about, which is yes, the best. both. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. I it love that combo. So, I love the combo. Yeah. I'm a combo like, girl. Because rabbit vibes are great, but this way you can control everything. Yes, yes. Yeah, I agree. It was very oh, special. Oh, I'm glad you're having such a sexy special time in Los <laughs> Angeles. So this is my, this is like my extended mommy pop out, you know? It's like, yeah. I've got four days of freedom. Do I'm it. expressing myself. I'm... I'm enjoying myself and um, you know the first day I got here I had the guilt which I usually don't have when I leave my kids and it struck me down I really felt like <gasps> can I be away from them have, yeah. have I made the right choice is this the right thing to do and it took me like a day to kind of settle into it yeah. and to continue to give myself permission that I'm allowed to step outside of my role as mother and orchestrator of our family life. Exactly. And to just have my own life. And they're going to be fine. The kids are going to be fine. They're fine. Everything's okay. Maybe reaching out to your friends. I mean, here's the thing that I, I did. I, love. I reached out to my friends. Yeah, I have like my girls too that I call with something, you know, we, yep. I think we all have to have our like our ride or die. And mm. I have, I'm fortunate that I have a lot of them and I'm, you know, close that I, the people you could call when you're about to, for anything. Yeah. But what I realize is when I don't have that, that's also something that's missing. And I feel like like mm. if I, if let's say I've gone a few days or I haven't seen them in a while. And like I was telling you earlier, a lot of them are not in LA. So yeah. I have to work on building community in Los Angeles. But how important that is for women, because I think that you do have kids, you get busy in your life and you just think, well, it's not important. I just have right. my family. And then you got to make those friends again. Yeah. But I think it's like women, it shouldn't just be like a, a should, like it should be like you, you require it. Communities require everything. Women. Yeah. And you know, to think about the way we use to live they always say like well we used to live in villages and it's like motherhood I think was easier because one night one woman would cook right one night another woman would cook and for the whole tribe right yes and you all watch each other's kids and now we're sort of 
oftentimes we've moved away from our families and we're mothering in isolation. It's true. So finding Such a problem. your I your mean, friend family and building that community is it's so important. Yeah, Otherwise, my friend you feel had that isolated. in Brooklyn. She was there and she was like, Oh my god, everyone in the neighborhood, she just moved back to San Francisco. She's like, But I miss it. Everyone's kids were coming yeah. over and we all knew it's, everyone. Makes everything so much it easier. It does, it does. Well, I'm glad that you've had that. Yeah. Now what about sex hacks for when you've kids? Let's oh my God. That. What do you oh, do? The Be other like, night. I was just talking, I want you to tell you, because I was yeah. talking to a friend recently and she's like, I don't feel comfortable having sex even when the kids are home. And they're mm. like eight and six. I'm like, even eight when- and six. Yes. She's, not even when they're in the house at no, all. No, she hmm. still has, she can't totally be herself. Uh, she has it, but she doesn't sure. feel like she can okay. let go as Got much. Or, yeah. 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 So what, yeah, what do you guys do for this? Well, that's a, that's a really good question. And I would say at least once a week, I make sure the kids get out of the house and so that we have two to three hours to have like a real proper long love session. Love it. So the nanny, I'll organize for her to take them to a museum or to the park or to Target or, you know, bribe <laughs> let them. Let them you know, get the toilet yeah, paper yeah, yeah, at Target. Yeah, yeah, totally. I agree. You know, you do feel more free, like you can really relax, like you can be more vocal when the kids are out of the house. So once a week, I organize that. I make sure that happens. That's a good tip. Yeah. Organize it. Once a week, it. like it has to be on the calendar. Yeah, it, it has to be so that you can organize for the childcare and make it happen. Um, you know, it's interesting. I never let our kids sleep in our room. Never, ever. I was very rigid with that. And then when our son started having like a little bit of nighttime anxiety and struggling to fall asleep last year... I couldn't be as rigid with him. It was a real shift in mothering for me. It was like, oh, he's a real human having real feelings here. I can't just shove him back in his bed and tell him that's it. So he now comes into our room, which is so weird for me because I was always like, this is our space. This This is the marriage space. So it's it's harder for us to have sex at night, right? Because there's a human in our room. Right. Um, so, and because we work together, so we'll just try to have sex during the day. Yeah, how do you, okay. So now our sex has mostly shifted to daytime sex. Which is fun. Which We're is all fine, awake. good, yeah. I have more energy. Um, but look, I think, you know, if you've got kids in the house and they're asleep, turn off the monitor so you don't have one ear on the monitor and one ear trying to have great sex. Right. It's like, try to focus your energies where they are. Um, it's a in good the mindful practice, mindfulness everywhere. Yeah, and and also know that like you know when parents are getting their love needs met, it's only ever a good thing for the kids. That's like full stop. Like it that, is that, full that, stop. That, that's the full stop. Happy parents who are fulfilling each other's love needs and intimacy needs. Your kids are going to be happy. Yeah, you're a better parent. You're a better parent. Better everything. It's so, so true. Prioritize. Prioritizing your exactly. pleasure. I love that you have all these, that you have all these tapes and this course coming out. For women, they could just take the course and watch the videos and yep. be like you. Yeah, well, yeah, be like you. Be all sexy yeah, and around. Yeah, you know what? I think, you know, the, the cool thing is that I'm not trying to, like, change anyone into some you know, Victoria's Secret angel version of what sexy is. I think what the practice is in the book and what the practice is in the new program, it's really about discovering what's uniquely sexy about you and what works for your sex life and relationship and self-confidence at this moment. At this moment in time. In your life. And that go back to how, because people are always like, well, it's not like how it was. How, nothing's ever, no, that's gone. That's not that, going back. Be present moving in the moment. forward, yeah. Yeah, always. So what, how is it now? How is it now? So what about the variety part of it? Uh, have you ever got yeah. to like a ride? You're like, uh, of course, right? Okay, yeah, of course. I mean, we, we all, all fall in we and all out of ruts, You will right? fall into a ride, and if you've never fallen into a ride, I don't believe you. Yeah, totally. So, look, I mean, you can, you know, obviously, the easy way to spice things up is bring in a toy, bring in, you know, watch a little porn that interests you. Um, the thing that I'm loving these days uh, is what I call playing with erotic energies, and it's sort of like 
very light fantasy, very light role play. So um, I had had planned to have sex on a Thursday night. And so Charlie was putting the kids to bed. I was doing my stretching and my dancing. And then I was in the shower and he came in and he said, what are you in the mood for, love? And out of nowhere, I just said, I want to wrestle. I want to wrestle. And I had been watching Glow on Netflix and I really loved their outfits. They're like shiny wrestling, gorgeous ladies of wrestling outfits. And I wasn't in the mood for like slow erotic sex. I wasn't in the mood to watch porn. But this idea, this erotic energy of I want to wrestle was like a hint. It was a hint at what kind of energy I wanted. I wanted like to kind of like have our bodies colliding and to sort of pin each other down and just be like rough and tumble, but in a bit of a funny way. And the sex that we wound up having that night had this new energy. And I was like running across the room and like body slamming him. And (laughs) we were like tumbling and tossing. And it was so fun. And it was just four words. so fun and play. Right. It was just four words, but it it completely re-energized and brought this new energy. And so that became our thing. He would ask me, what are you in the mood for, love? And I would say, I want you to pet me like a cat. Because I was wearing these like yummy jersey jammies and I felt all slinky in them jammies and I felt like a cat and I just wanted to be pet like a cat. And so that evoked this other kind of sensual and I was purring and crawling and so that brought that like that brought a whole different flavor to sex exactly I I love it so what I recommend to women to do is you know to spend a minute when you're not in the bedroom writing down phrases writing down these erotic energies that might interest you it could be anything hot and cold pretend you're from Spain uh (laughs) pat me like a cat you know anything and then practice saying them to yourself in the mirror so that you get comfortable with your voice so that you get comfortable hearing yourself say that so when your partner says what are you in the mood for you already have something to say you know what if your partner never says what are you in the mood for you have to ask them say babe when we have sex on Sunday I want you to ask me what are you in the mood for great that's it ask for it now what if they ask you right and then what if they're uh, people have never talked about sex I don't know I talk about this all the time but Mm. couples are like we've never talked about it Mm, mm. or they feel like it's just um it's not okay for to ask for what they want, but I guess mm. if they start doing your program and masturbating, they're gonna. Well, feel there's. Th- I think that look, it can be <laughs> uncomfortable to talk about sex if you don't feel like you have the word choices, or if you, you know, or if you, you're just not in the practice of it. But a really easy way to do it is to sit down over a glass of wine and say, "We're gonna talk about sex for the next thirty minutes." I have three questions that this girl on Sex with Emily said to say. So you say, "What's great about our sex life? What could be better?" And how can we co-create a sex life that feels exciting and compassionate for this moment in our life right now? I love it. Yeah. And it's like, that's not that hard. No, it's okay. really not that hard. We, we can talk about We're that. We talk about it. We've never talked about it. I yeah. think we can both agree our sex life is important. Yeah. So this is time. Let's start now. Yeah. 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 I say I love it over And it's important, you're you not know, in the bedroom. Yeah, when you're not in the Don't bedroom. Don't do it in the bedroom. It's the worst time to do it. I know you should cook in the kitchen. This yeah. makes sense if I told you not to, but bedroom, yeah. talk outside. Not. And if and if it starts to turn into like a blame game conversation where where you or your partner's focusing on the lack of sex, you have to say, no, no, let's come back to the opportunity. Yes, there may have been a lack or a drought, but let's talk about the opportunity. What could be better? Well, we could have sex more often. What does that mean to you? What would be good for you? Three times a week? Well, mine's once a week. Okay, so look, we could land it twice a week. Yeah. And it's like just taking away the fear um, so much and fear and coming, the blaming and the shaming yeah like not coming at a place where like if it's the first time you've talked about it you haven't mm. in a while like clean slate that's why I start with what's great I love it 
Start with a positive. Okay, what could be better? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so hard though, the what could be better because sometimes couples like, the, we, we always take it as the negative or something's wrong with me. But just remember if you're doing it in a Well, and when you answer place. that question, what could be better? You want to start with a positive. So I love how we kiss and I would like to explore this new position. Not, but I want to explore yeah. this new position and Everything I'd like to try this. After but is bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, totally. That's good. Good tips, Dana. Thank you. Oh, this is awesome. So everyone's got to check out your course when it comes out. Check out your book, The Mommy Mojo Makeover. So you took your book basically in your, and expanded it into videos. I expanded and- it. There's a lot of new content, yeah, in the program. There's a lot of new oh, stuff. Dana, yeah. I think this is going to be such a great service for Thank women you. everywhere. Thank and you. And I'm excited to watch it. Thank you. Okay, I have questions for you that we ask all uh, of our guests. Okay. Well, these are new questions. Oh, I don't think exciting. you've been asking. They're would you rathers. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather have multiple orgasms that weren't so good or just one terrific orgasm? One terrific orgasm, yeah. for sure. Uh, would you rather give a strip tease or a lap dance? Lap dance. I want to feel that grinding. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather only have sex in the bedroom or never have sex in the bedroom? Only. 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 I'm, I, I like my bedroom. Yeah, yeah. I like my bedroom. There's a bunch of surfaces that I'm we sure. use. It's, I love it's it. all right. I'm sure it's I fabulous. like it. <laughs> okay. Would you rather be a bad kisser or bad at oral sex? Oh, geez. Uh, I'd rather Stop. be a bad kisser and yeah. still be really good yeah, at can't oral, oral sex. No yeah. way. Would you rather watch people have sex or have others watch you have sex? Oh, God. I Both? Can I, I know, choose right? both? I guess I not. want both. So would you rather? I do too. <laughs> uh, okay, wait. Would I rather... Would I rather watch or be watched? I'd rather watch. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Dana. Thank you so much. Thank you much. for being here. You you're can, a everyone rock can star. find this. You are, honey. I'm oh so proud God. of everything you're doing. This is amazing. Uh, everything I'll be on the show notes, danabmyers.com. Thank Anywhere you. else they should know? That's it. danabmyers.com. Okay. It's all Let's the info it. you need. Thank you for being here. Thank you. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to the show, for supporting it. Let me know what you think. I love hearing from you. Send us what you want to hear us talk about, what you thought of the show. Ask your questions. And thanks to my amazing team, Ken, Kristen, Michelle, producer, Jamie, and Michael. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. So if you've been listening to the show, it should be no surprise to you that women typically last longer to orgasm than men. This, my friends, is called the orgasm gap, and now there's something you can do about it. It's called Permescent, and trust me, this stuff really works. Permescent is an over-the-counter topical treatment that enhances men's ability to last longer. No pills, no prescriptions, and no questionable claims. Developed by urologists, Permescent isn't your typical delay spray. It's absorbed into the skin instead of staying on the surface, so instead of numbing everything, it leaves you with plenty of sensation. Enhancing your experience is easy. Just apply to the underside of the penis before sex. It's FDA compliant and clinically proven to help men last up to 64% longer. And because Promescent gets completely absorbed, it won't transfer to your partner. It's time to close the orgasm gap, don't you think? Try Promescent for yourself. Just go to sexwithemily.com slash enhance. That's my site, sexwithemily.com slash E-N-H-A-N-C-E today.